0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it.
3: This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy, hotbody Dawson, Pow Pow Pow.
2: I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what?
3: Um, welcome along to another a very special episode of Top Flight Time Machine uh, in conjunction with the, uh, with the impending coronation of, of King Charles III. It's happening tomorrow. We are both in our respective ASDA car parks. Um, basically, we're just taking the temperature of the nation, we're looking to see what's going on. I mean, the, the reason is that the ASDA car park. Is um, all human life is here. It's a, yeah. a social melting pot, I think you could say. Some
2: and 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 we're uniquely placed in the British media, the global media. Yeah. In as much as we're taking the test, uh, we're taking a litmus test of the nation from opposite ends. So here I am in Roehampton mm. um, on West London. On the you'll know it if you know the the A three. Not far from Tibbetts Corner, where Dick Turpin was allegedly hung, although I know a few different people stake claim to that, um, different places. But round there, we're pretty convinced it was where he was hung. And just along from there is the big, what is locally known as the Big Azda, just mm. off the A3. Meanwhile, Andy is up in the northeast, so we have got everything covered here.
3: Yeah, I'm in the uh, the, the Big Azda. Um, near Grinch Town in Sunderland. I, I mean, it's very, very warm. I have to say it's very warm indeed in this car. Uh, yeah. My car's been parked in the sunshine for most of the day, so it was warm when I got in. Um, we are, you're about 15 minutes late for this, Sam.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry.
3: So I, I've, I've been sat here like a cunt for about 15
2: <laughs> minutes. I'm sorry. It was it was very trafficy on the way up here. Very trafficy. A lot, I lot left, of people
3: probably left. doing the same kind of thing as you, I had imagined.
2: I think a lot of people were heading up here because it's a big day for the nation mm-hmm. tomorrow, and I feel that there was a gravitational pull to the Asda car park as you people know. wanted to come out. Perhaps they're not professional media operatives like you and I no. who are being paid to licensed. take the temperature of the nation. We're licensed. Yeah. Some of these people are just sort of amateurs, but nevertheless, I encourage them. They're here to just absorb the atmosphere, to watch, to listen, to just feel a part of something, I, Andy. I,
3: I think a lot of them describe themselves as citizen journalists. They've got, sometimes they've got specific agendas, mm. and they, they follow that agenda themselves with, with you know um, evidence and theories that are sometimes baked, based in reality, sometimes completely half-baked but at least they're out there gathering information they're, they're
2: However misguided and insane, at least they're not just sat on their arse playing PlayStation like kids yeah. are. Exactly. Um, so there all there. I'd say is to the kids out there, if you're, you know, take note, get up mm-hmm. off your arse, get involved in a big, whether you're pro-Charles, anti-Charles, pro-Monarchy or Republican, just know that there's something happening and you should involve yourself in it.
3: Right now, one of the um, ASDA staff is pushing some of the trolleys that he's gathered. You might have heard that in the background. He has uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine trolleys together. The front one has just been removed by a customer. It's very, uh, very clever. I've heard it do that.
2: Um, uh, out, to give you an to give you an. Ass- I don't want to get competitive over which of these two ASDAs is the bigger. Not interested in that. I'm not here to boast about the size of my local Asda. Yeah. But out the front of this Asda, which, by the way, is a sort of a complex that also incorporates a Starbucks, a McDonald's, and a Timpsons concession, which okay. is in a sort of a V-modular type, um, you know, like uh annex building, mm-hmm. um, which I'm parked right near, actually. And it offers the Timpsons. I didn't realise Timpsons did dry cleaning. As well as all the other, the the key cutting, et cetera.
3: Yeah.
2: Anyway, I don't know whether I'd trust in trust. This this place looks pretty small and I doubt doubt they do it on site. Increasingly, I'm just um, increasingly, I want if I do have any call for dry cleaning, which is less nowadays, it used to be in the days when I used to sometimes wear a suit, it was more often. But if I do need dry cleaning, I do prefer to use a place where they do it on site, Andy. Do you know what I mean? I'm not. Yeah. yeah. I don't want them running around to me, which has happened to me in the past, where an item goes missing. And, they, oh, I've got something big to report. Right. There's a crow, and Ooh. it has got a screwed-up McDonald's bag in its mouth, and it has taken flight with it. Wow. But I think it went next to one of the parties and walked off on its feet it's not, it's not flown. It's decided to walk off on its feet. So it that bag. was pretty dramatic. No, it left the, ba- it left it the bag. Left the bag. It up, it picked the bag up and I was impressed because the bag was a big, sort of big bag. If you order a, you know, what do they call it? Like a meal deal or whatever. Yeah. Um, You know, the, you know, the type of bag, like large brown, car, like brown paper bag. And it, it had been screwed up into the size of a fist, but a large fist, like Mike Tyson's fist. Mm. And, uh, And the crow came along, sniffed it, pecked it and then just thought, fuck this, I'm going to fly away with it, Um, which I thought was ambitious. And I was right because it got about four foot in the air and then it was just like, fuck this. And it just landed, placed it back down on the car park floor and then walked off in the style of someone who stumbled in the street and then tries to compose themselves (laughs) and pretend Nothing's happened yeah. That's what that's what the crow just did If I was the crow I'd have flown for it the crow just sort of Walked with a little bit Of a swagger Like I've ate the air cons. I put the bag up And then I thought Better of it And now I'm off To get something else
3: There's been no um, There's some seagulls Around here Because we're very close To the sea In this part of Sunderland yeah. um, Hendon Beach Is, is very nearby um, There were a couple Of drones in the sky When I arrived here And I thought Aye aye Aye, I, I, They know what's going on here. This is this is as the uh, security, perhaps they've they've yeah. been alerted that I was going to be coming and doing this because we've done this before, of course, when the Queen died.
2: Yeah. And I think and we had announced this a couple of days yeah. ago. Was word might got to Asda HQ. Yeah, Mister might have heard about it. Yeah, I can't
3: see the, the drones anymore. I think they might have gone. So that could have been a, a separate incident. While I was waiting for you when, when you were late um there was a couple right directly in front of me in the in the beer just in yeah. front of me um and they had a huge trolley full of goods that they bought uh it included two massive bottles of orange squash you know like cater in size the really big yeah. ones
2: i mean they they're probably planning something big for tomorrow
3: i would think so that's why we're here and 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 lots and lots of nappies as well, well i don't know whether that's related to the coronation celebrations or not but that was um, that was what they had. And once they'd loaded it into the car and they put their kid into its car seat in the back and also then they stopped and had a fag before they drove off.
2: I'm why not? And really why interested. not? It's week, we've got a holiday weekend ahead of us mm-hmm. and why not just have a good old-fashioned fag? Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I would say that the King and Camilla would be right behind that. They, they, mm-hmm. We, You know, our, our advice to everyone... I remember, uh, do you remember when it was, I think it was the royal wedding of William and Kate. I do remember that, the, yes. The royal highnesses. And um, and David Cameron was still the prime minister. Yes. And, and there was a lot of talk about how local councils, um, with their red tape, were trying to ban street parties, right? Right. And... And Cameron was asked about it, and Cameron really tried to position himself as the fun time PM, didn't he? Yeah, it he was, was always course, trying
3: to like um, a hoodie and everything, was always, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was always like I'm just a chilled out guy, lads. Just oh, you know. Oh,
3: hold on, can ahead. I just stop you there? I've just seen a woman who used to live just across the road from me in the last house I used to live in, but I can't remember her name.
2: Oh Day, well, hopefully, she won't see you then.
3: She hasn't seen me, she's gone past, she's heading straight towards the entrance. You're
2: right Andy, what are you doing these days? Um, uh, just uh, podcasting. um, yeah, oh. well, this what, is the I thing, yeah,
3: this is the thing just oh, well. before I came out today, I, I found myself embroiled in a brief chat with my next door neighbor who was um power washing his driveway, and yeah, I, I had to make my excuses and go because i would be here uh on, on time, and no, um, <laughs> and uh, I, I just couldn't bring it to myself so to say, I have to go now. I have to be in the Asda car park in 10 minutes to make a podcast about the coronation. So I awesome. just said, I've got to,
2: I've got to pick my <laughs> son on up. Zoom. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's best to lie. I mean, my, my son knows where I've gone, but he's already got scant regard for me or respect. Yeah. So it's yeah like, your reputation's
3: well. just in the, in the sink, isn't it really?
2: Yeah. yeah. In my family. Yeah. So there's, which is quite liberating, to be honest, Andy, because once you've hit rock bottom...
3: No else to go, is there?
2: Yeah. yeah, exactly. I've got no lower to sink, so it's like, shh, what does it matter? You just flail around. You know, I think we'll yeah. do a song called um, No Distance Left to Run, something that's like right. that. That's uh, right. That's how I feel. Um, yeah, so... David Cameron. So, uh, well, yeah, David Cameron, he said, yes, I've heard a lot of talk about uptight councils and uh, uh, people stuffy councillors and and jo- and killjoys telling you that that you can't have a street party to celebrate the royal wedding and these were his exact words. You went, well, I'm the prime minister and I'm telling you to get on and have a good time. Yeah, right. so I remember thinking, first of all, mate, that's not don't get above your station you're not the prime minister and you control everything you can't make up rules for everyone you can't change the speed limit on a whim using a sound bite on the news at 10 right this is a fucking democracy right? right there is a division of powers and the prime minister is not a dictator he doesn't just get to announce things so first of all i was fucked off about that And second of all, what's all this get on and have a good time? What's this get on shit Tories are always on about? Mm. Get on and get the job done. Get on this, get on that. Fucking get on, fuck off. off.
3: Yeah, I think that was quite a telling indicator of where we were headed. I think that was a telling indicator of where we were headed under this government, really. Early days for them, but already they were just kind of, well, we'll just make the the rules up ourselves as they apply to us at any given time.
2: Yeah, and we'll, we'll, we'll we'll go with our gut. Mm-hmm. And what feels right in the moment yeah. And because people are sick The whole attitude's been People are sick of due process People <clears> are throat> sick throat> Experts of, of, of Experts of systems Of proven ways of doing things mm. And I'll tell you why It's fucking boring So from now on We're going to take the boredom Out of British politics And we're just going to think up shit And do it And if it goes right We'll take the credit But if it goes wrong We'll deny everything And keep going yeah. So, don't you think that would be more fun? And the uh, British public sort of, you know, said, yeah, okay, right, let's go. This, is, a, this far, I've gone along with it all.
3: Being the slobbering orfs that most of them yeah. are, they just thought, yeah, it's like, hey, oh, dear off school.
2: That sounds well, like a bit of fun. Oh, um, are you going to do football. combination or any squash with, with on Jacks on it, on the labels and that? Because what we want to do is, We'll want to fill up the, the the kiddies with as much coronation orange squash as possible, and then we're going to need extra nappies because I'm going kind to of be pissing and shitting it out so much. But that's what the coronation's all about, isn't it?
3: I um, love a good excuse to sit and have a drink in the street when normally I'm, I'm shunned and moved on by the, my officers of the I'll, law. I'll, I'll, Not I'll, even proper The community I'll, I'll, support. I've
2: always spoken to my wife. I've spoken to my wife and I'm told her I'm going topless, I don't care. In respect to King Charles, like, I'm going out with no top on tomorrow and I'm going to just have eight to ten cans on the street and I'm going to be, and I'm fucked my vape off as well. I'm going to be smoking proper fucking coronation fags, just like the king would like it. Mm. You know the Queen's dad, King George, he died on the fags. But in words, it's patriotic. He died off of fags. And that's how I want to die off as all. I want to die off of fags.
3: He he died of having a John Pless special. While
2: while you were talking earlier, a a van man was come next to me. and I was parked next to a van. And I could see him approaching the van Mm. and eyeballing me. And uh he wanted to get into his van and I felt he was quite a large bloke with a large gut. And mm. I thought, I'm not sure I've left him enough room to squeeze in. So but he was going for it anyway, and I signalled to him and went, It's all right, mate, I'll move. But he didn't look grateful, he looked pissed off as if I was body shaming him. Right. Uh, which wasn't my intention at all. I just thought, Well, I got you know, you gotta give the cunt space. I mean, no one likes having to squeeze in. To a, to a car door, van door that's not fully open. It's annoying, isn't it? Well, so like while them. we walking, i multitasked and I pulled out and sort of moved the car aside a bit. Do you know what the cunt did? What he got in, it was eating a pasty or something. Of course he was. He got in the fucking van, and then, I, uh, and then I backed back into the space, and I looked, waiting for my little nod of gratitude. Cunt just drove off, didn't even fucking glance at me. I can only imagine that he thinks I was taking the piss or something like yeah. oh. Fatty need me Oi to... oh, fatso need me to move my car out of the way do you don't want you getting stuck and missing the coronation do we but you're bum. stuck in the car park between a car and your own van I forgot <laughs> to tell you fatty. talking of parking. you can <laughs>
3: Talk, talking of parking I forgot to tell you a few weeks ago I was picking my daughter up from Newcastle station she was coming back from uni for the weekend And there's a short-term parking car park outside the station. Very, very tight car park, but I did a reverse park. and I've got to say, it felt like one of the best reverse parks I've ever done. It was incredibly smooth. I got in there in one motion. And as I uh, completed the, the maneuver, I looked across the way, the other side of the car park, and there's a taxi driver in the taxi rank standing outside his taxi, and he gave me a round of applause, Sam.
2: Oh no. What kind of taxi? A black cab? No, it was Seriously. a, 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 min-
3: a mini cab, like a digging Uber, something like that. Still
2: though, fucking hell, that is amazing. Oh, mate. Was, what, a
3: feeling. what a rush. I was just on cloud nine, I tell you.
2: the I first it was the thing bride. I told my daughter when she got off the train as well. Yeah, I bet she was proud, wasn't she? Yeah, I
3: hadn't seen her for a few weeks, but it was the first thing I told her, and I think I was right to do that. Jalapeno. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing
2: Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that'll get right on your tics.
3: Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings.
1: Jalapeño.
3: He's limping very quickly with his shopping bags there. Um, Don't know what he's off to buy. Maybe some cream for his leg.
2: (laughs) Well, everyone will want all of their limbs to be ready for the big day tomorrow because you can't really celebrate or honour the, uh, I think it's called the bethroning of of our new king and overlord if you aren't physically fit. There's three men. Three men, probably, I'd say, um, in their 40s, similar... Yeah, sort of, yeah, in their 40s. They're getting into a... It's a Citroen hatchback, hot hatch. um, And they've just loaded the car with, like, a massive sort of 12-pack of toilet rolls and a 12-pack of mineral waters. Um, Mm, And they look like... It was an interesting combo, and they look very serious... Do you know what it looks like? You know, I mean, I hate, this is a horrible comparison to draw, but it's what it made me think of straight away was, you know, when you see CCTV footage of terrorists in the oh, day yeah. of the attack, By and the it's like, oh, it's quite jumpy. Yeah. It was the, you can always tell because their manner is never like, they're always, you in retrospect, you see it and they go, and on the news they say, this footage shows them three hours before the attack picking up what appears to be ingredients for their explosive from little Asda, little water. From, the, from the Asda, the Roehampton branch of Asda, just off the A3 near where Dick Turpin was hung. Right. Yeah. And, and you look at them and you think, yeah, oh, anyone who'd spotted them should have known they were up to something because they're very stiff and serious. Most of the time you see three blokes together, right? And they're casually dressed. These blokes all had like plain T-shirts, I think they were wearing sort of combat-style trousers, and um, they all they were all bald, right? Wow. And I think I thought to myself, oh, they all they look like they're you know they should be having a good time. It's Friday evening, it's coronation weekend, but they were just very solemnly lo- loading up the toilet paper and mm. the mineral water, and then they all wordlessly got into the the Citroen in in unison and just drove off very serious. And I I wonder what they're up to. It I wonder.
3: It didn't didn't I, stop I, for I'm a flag first. Now.
2: No fags, nothing. No fags. Yeah, I feel like I should have stuck my head out and said something like, Oi, lads, no beers today? Yeah. <laughs> what? And then no beers, just a bog, bog roll of water. Mind your own business, you weirdo. All right, I'm only fucking asking. I ain't trying to make conversation. It's coronation Weekend. we tried to have a bit of fun, We're in the country together. Yeah, well, I'm going to say it's all right. Well, fucking keep, keep yourself to yourself. This is it. Yeah, your street party's going to be a bit boring, it? Don't you worry about our street party, mate. It'll be better than yours.
3: We've got everything we need. Mineral water yeah. and bog roll.
2: There's a lot you can do with mineral water and bog roll, you know. Like what? Well, you wouldn't know, would you? That's yeah, for us man. to know. i imagine it Yeah. All right. Good. Well, I've known to try and be friendly. I've learnt my lesson now, haven't I? The Outside the front of this asda they've got a huge pallet of um compost, like bags of compost, large right. bags, piled up in a in a uh, I suppose you'd call it the the Jenga style. Yes. So a row vertical, yes. a row horizontal, so on and so forth mm. to above six foot high. Like higher than my full erect height. Um that's a lot, a lot a of compost. How would someone a get? Lot. Get the one off the top. That's quite dangerous, I think. i oh, you'd imagine there'd be a truck, or like a. It would certainly be the sort of thing that would be lifted by forklift.
3: Yeah, but if you want to buy the one on the top, you're not going to do it Jenga style and pull one out, are you? Off with that,
2: yeah, or, uh, yeah, Kaplunk style and just sort yeah. of like think about actually Jenga. Yeah, you know, like Jenga came out years after Kaplunk. Right, Kaplunk was the game of the seventies. Uh, Jenga, to me, I associate Jenga with the 90s. It's just just Kaplunk for students. That's it. That's what I was going to say. But they also, like, they looked at Kaplunk, which is a sensational game, right? Mm. Exotic, sexy, colourful, right? Multifaceted. Some cunts looked at that and thought, how can I nick this idea and make it more boring, right? Make it a boring version of Kaplunk.
3: How can I marry it to the, the IKEA ethic?
2: Yeah, and they've made it all in boring, colorless wood. Yeah. There are no marbles. There's no Jeopardy, which there is in Kaplunk because Kaplunk spikes are spiky. Right. So if you start fucking around when you're playing it with your brothers, you can try and stab each other in the eye. Exactly. You don't get any of that with Jenga. It's a fucking ripoff. And I wonder whether or not, who would it have been who did Kaplunk? Sir so John, is it Martell? Maytell?
3: Mattel. Um, it was. So John Mattel. It was that other one, wasn't it? Oh, I can see my friend Dan, who works at Poprex. Oh, he's there with his wife and uh, children.
2: What's he up to then?
3: Oh, he's just been shopping, he's got a trolley full of goods. Yeah, but what's he got? I can't see. I mean, I'm tempted to give him a shout and get him to come over and be interviewed for this podcast, but yeah, get him to come over and see. Nah, I, don't want wants wants I don't want to, to intrude course. on his um, because you see, he's, he's far enough away for me to have to shout Dan. In that Alan Partridge style.
2: Yeah, that's true. All right, and, um, leave it.
3: I don't really want to plus on, also on the way my... up. <laughs> Plus also my car's now steamed up, so
2: on the... <laughs> Who's that shouting at you love? From the probably. <laughs> Why is he in a steaming car with his laptop out? <laughs> uh would probably be doing one of them podcast things, I'd imagine. Why is he in a steamy car doing it? Oh, who knows? leave him to it. I'll just give him a wave and keep moving. Pretend we're in Ori. Pretend you're on the phone. (laughs) He's got a Um, large
3: bottle of Pepsi Max. I can see that
2: much. Have you been in your Asters like, since you've been up there today?
3: No, no, I haven't been in it. I haven't done any supermarket in this week, really. But what I I I will say was, was, I was in Sainsbury's a few days ago and they're doing some fantastic coronation cream cake offers two mm. chocolate eclairs for 87 pence. Yeah. And two, uh, cream, strawberry donut fingers for 87 pence and a box of six cream cakes for two pound 50, which is the aforementioned ones plus a custard slice, two custard slices. That seems like a really good yeah. deal, but there's only me in the house. That's
2: cream. Union jack's cake. on the packaging. Are there union jacks on the packaging?
3: Um, I can't remember, but you can tell what they're for. You know what I mean? You can tell what it's about.
2: There's been some great um, ch- ch- uh, chat online in a build up to the coronation. And uh, my wife spotted this tweet, which she just sent to me since we've been sat here, from someone called Hannah Tomes, who said some genuinely hilarious responses on Sky's rolling list of messages for King Charles before the coronation. Right so so they sky have set up a just a rolling list that presumably that they're, they're claiming king charles will check in on so look I'm just go to look on yeah. the sky website camilla to see what the people are saying see, see what encouragement they're offering to me um and someone has written as followed this is from a woman who has signed it simply sandra she's written don't listen to the haters charlie me mm. and the kids me and the kids love you. Good luck. I'll be sat with a glass of vino. Kiss, kiss, kiss. So that's nice, isn't it? It is.
3: not it its you would
2: like that. Uh, the kids love it. The kids love him too. And uh, find that reassuring, be- I think. Glass of vino. He'll find that reassuring yeah. because the nerves are probably really starting to build now, aren't they, for Charles?
3: Cam- Camilla might see the kiss, kiss, kiss as a bit of a red flag, a bit of a come on.
2: That's a bit of a fucking Man. come on, isn't it? Who's this slag? Fucking slut. Tell her I'll fucking meet her and kick her in the funny. <laughs> I'll fucking kiss, kiss, kiss her. Fucking Glasgow I'll kiss. Fucking Glasgow kiss her right on the fucking tits. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, there's a sort of... I would say there was a, a sort of a calm... A tension. A calm tension quite yeah, before I, the Do you know
3: what word off. springs to my mind, Sam? The word that springs yeah. to my mind is deference.
2: Deference, that's right, and that's appropriate, isn't it? Yeah. On a day today, yeah. Like, just remember that this is Charles's day, and this is ultimately about two people. It's between Charles and God, because let's not forget yeah. it's God that appoints him. As is I God understand, a people? yeah, he's a he's a he's a geezer. He's a fella. and right. he's got. It's between God and Charles. It's their day. And we need to show appropriate deference to them, Mm. not make it about. ourselves. sure, go out and buy your cream cakes and your orange squash and maybe even your coronation compost, um, which they've got for sale here. But please remember that it's not about you. Mm. It's about them. And And um, it's a
3: little bit about the Archbishop of Canterbury, Justin Welby, as well. A little bit.
2: Yeah. Tiny bit about him. He's kind of sticking
3: his oar. And he's the the third wheel, isn't he?
2: God's present, isn't
3: he? He's the third wheel between Charles and God. He's just trying to just get a little bit too fucking busy with it all. I saw something yeah. earlier. Jonathan Dimbleby, who regards himself as a friend of the king, um, was being interviewed <laughs> and, he, and he was saying
2: about this. I'm world. the king's friend. Yeah. I'm the king's friend. Ask me anything. And you can't prove other... Yeah, and no one can say otherwise, because it's fucking true. But if you ask him, unfortunately, royal protocols mean he is not allowed to comment.
3: He he has to sign an NDA on all his mates. You would be amazed at some of the mates he's got.
2: Because he's not. He was friends with with Jimmel. We all know about Jimmel. Lots of people have said, in retrospect, that that was inappropriate. But I was at many get-togethers. He used to do a poker night, which Jimmel was at and me, and Henry Winkler, who was another close friend of his, and before they fell out of a co-ownership of a racehorse, which died, sadly, but that is another story. And uh, the three of us, the four of us were there, and we were having a poker night, and Jim was good as gold, and I can say, hand on heart, there was no way any of us could have known that he was in left, right, and centre. Impossible to have told. He kept
3: very much to himself. Um, he was a know, very everyone, private
2: man, especially when it came to his nonsense. Everyone he said, hey, a secret side of man. Ask if you asked him about his sex life, he'd just grin and tap the side of his nose and we'd know, don't ask any questions. And maybe we should have asked more questions, but like I say, you've got to expect people's boundaries. It was the last thing any of us expected. So... But yeah, uh, Dimbleby... I remember speaking to Charles on the day when it all came out, and I said, did you see this comment? And he went, no, I I had no idea. You'
3: didn't have a fucking clue,
2: mate. didn't have a fucking clue. I was fucking shocked. About it. If, it, if someone had said it was one of the gang, I would have probably said Henry Winkler. If you'd asked me, if one, one of your poker gang. One of them has been, Winkler, has been a, serial, a serial sexual abuser over the course of decades, exploited his position of power and influence. Win- Winkler, Winkler was fucking crawling with
3: Fanny when he was doing that Happy Days show, non-stop outside his house and everything. He had all the opportunities he would need for that kind of thing. So that I would have said Winkler
2: the all day. the way. There weren't enough hours in the day for him to keep up with the fatty in those days, but uh, but it's It turns out Jill was meanwhile, while well, Henry was. Didn't know that legitimate fatty Jimmo. From what I'm reading in the sports papers, was in the fucking mortuary, having it off with dead fatty left, right, and centre, among other things.
3: Unbelievable! And Oops, the
2: fucking... Unbelievable! Dimbleby, I am fucking shocked to my core. So
3: anyway, Dimbleby was saying that uh, this whole thing with Welby and the calling for everyone to proclaim loyalty to to, to Charles and to. Um demand that he lives forever. Uh he says, honestly, that's the last thing Chaz would want. He's a very humble man. Uh he's very much at one with the earth. <laughs> and it's <laughs> the last thing he would want. It would be people saying stuff like that. So I don't know where that's come from. There's been a mix up on the comms, I think. But uh <laughs> yeah. There you go. Someone's gonna it? have
2: to us and someone back in the bottle. I'd well have to roll because Charlie Boy. people say, oh, remember that story that he had a butler, especially to put toothpaste on his toothbrush. Yeah. And people say, remember when he went to visit his mate, but he took his own toilet with him because he doesn't want to sat, sit on a commoner's toilet. And and people say, do you remember that time he'd never seen cling film before and thought it were ectoplasm yeah. and sat his pants. <laughs> and all of those things, okay, yes, are all true. But but that but but that doesn't mean that he is out of touch with the common man or that he isn't as humble as the next fella. It just means that he is had a different upbringing where cling film and to- shared toilets weren't necessarily um, a thing for him. He's just
3: got a couple of blind spots in his in his life. That's all.
2: And and haven't we all?
3: Haven't we all? Um,
2: if you want that... to see pompers, if you want to see snooty pompers, don't look at King Charles. You look at my fucking brother, Jonathan. He is fucking up himself like you wouldn't believe. He went to visit his in-laws and took his own butter because they only had a margarine in the house, mm. right? So if it's snooty you want at, we want, if you want to look at, look less at fucking King Charles and more at fucking Jonathan Dimbleby. You and know you what his... that.
3: You, you know what his house cheese is Yeah. Red Leicester.
2: Yeah, you guessed it. That's Jonathan, though. I love him to pieces, but he is a snooty cunt.
3: Um, we'll wrap it up there, I think. Mainly because my uh, windows are completely steamed up now, uh, rendering the observations. Steaming window, to. making a podcast at Esther. Yeah, it's 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 now impossible to observe anything, pretty much. Well, it's been it's been, it's been interesting. And uh, mm-hmm. the next time there's a major social event uh, that will unite the nation, we'll be here again to do what we've just done for you all. And um, thanks for joining us. And I hope you enjoy however you choose to spend tomorrow uh, during the coronation. You know, there's no wrong or right way of doing it.
2: Uh, As long as you're deferential at all times. From the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed, make sure that your watchword is deference.
3: Deference at all times. So thank you very much and goodbye.
2: Goodbye.